0: he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. That's actually unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy you're here.
1: So truly. join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. What did you say? I said truly. We are happy you're here. Yeah, we truly are so happy.
0: <laughs> Alright guys, let's creep. Okay, so the biggest story from the past week is this Greg, Victoria, Johnny love triangle, as you guys know. And since the Paradise finale, all three have done tell-all interviews. So we are going to be breaking down all of those interviews and getting a more behind-the-scenes look at what really happened, really dissecting the timeline.
1: Yeah, especially because after listening to everything throughout the course of this week, I feel wishy-washy about where I stand, so I really need to talk it through with you, Stephanie. And I think also, too, something to note is, like, the order in which we've heard these things matters because Johnny went on clickbait and Almost Famous and shared his side of the story in the beginning of the week, and now it's wednesday and this was right after victoria and greg shared their side on the vile files which we know is a biased platform because he's friends with them so Mm -hmm. there's a lot to consider here but let's just unpack all of it let's talk it through i need to talk it out with someone
0: i need to talk it out and maybe by the end of this conversation we will come to a conclusion on where we stand in this saga Mm -hmm. because this is the most important story of the week yeah Okay. So one of the biggest takeaways in Johnny's almost famous interview is that he knew about Victoria and Greg in Paradise. So she actually told him about her relationship, friendship with Greg while they're actually on the beach. So this is what Johnny said.
2: She, you know, truthfully told me about Greg and her uh at Paradise, you know. And and you know, Andrew and and all of them they they know, you know, that her and Greg were talking prior. And um I don't know what happened with him, but it didn't work out. And she came down to the beach. So um, when I saw them together and, you know, she stopped talking to me, that's when I was just like, I don't like this. You know, you get that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, and then everything just kind of got confirmed after when rumors started surfacing. I hadn't told anyone about it. And I was just like, well, now there's rumors. And I had a gut feeling.
1: I think the, the biggest takeaway, and Johnny mentions it a little bit at the end of that clip, is that for him, there was no breakup that was very clear. Like, we'll get into it later, but Victoria talks from her perspective how things were done by the point that she's at Natalie's party. But from Johnny's perspective, he, he's like, this is my girlfriend. She goes to a party and then she stops talking to me. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone where they just like flat out don't talk to you for several days and you think you're like still in a relationship with them? Like the communication of what is actually going on towards the end of this relationship is not clear to Johnny at the very least. Like Johnny thinks they're still together throughout the whole month of September. And we'll get into it in some of the other clips, but he plans to go see Victoria in Nashville after Natalie's party. So he's still like, how can you be in a relationship with someone and not know that you're like broken up? The other person is considered... Broken up. Yeah. That's the craziest part to me is like, yeah. how can you not know where you guys stand? I've never been in a relationship where I didn't know if we had a distinct breakup. Or if you went on a break or something. Like, someone has to say those words in order for it to be final. You can't just be like, yeah, we broke up, but not tell the other person.
0: Yeah, it seems like Victoria did or wanted mm-hmm. to and just wanted to, like, give him his time to grieve the relationship. So instead of actually, like, fully breaking it, it was called a break. And then, it, it, it honestly, it led Johnny on. Totally. So you should have just ripped the Band-Aid. And if it's as toxic as you claim it was, why was it so hard to rip the Band-Aid? Right. Like, you, had, you used... Toxic toxicity as a reason to why you moved on so quickly. So why wasn't it a reason why you were able to cut ties so quickly? Amazing point. Because she you'll see as we dive into this, they do see each other during this period of time. So Johnny also then says that Victoria calls Greg after Paradise and it didn't sit well with him. Mm -hmm. So like this is bizarre to me because she's not even hiding it. Like she's openly reaching out to Mm -hmm. Greg. So this is what from Johnny's perspective what happened with this.
2: And then, um, she had reached out to Greg like, a couple of weeks after Paradise to call him. She called him. And, um, that didn't sit right with me, but I didn't want to be that jealous person. And I thought, like, she had to close the door with someone because she left and in 30 days got engaged. And this was something she had to do, you know? You leave. Did she tell, t- she to. told
0: you about it, I'm assuming?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had asked her if she had talked to Greg because she had made it a point that she was like, I, I need to talk to Greg and-, and tell him what happened in Paradise
0: that's johnny's perspective mm-hmm. from victoria's perspective when she's on vile file she she admits that that she had to call greg however her story isn't adding up here because according to her and greg they're talking before paradise was just hey man you going to paradise no cool all right i'll see you later and i think something else that is interesting too is like
1: he's saying, oh yeah, it was platonic because I was in a relationship at the time, justice for Clem, but yet at the same time is saying he wishes that Victoria came back from paradise single. So which is it? Like, are you in a relationship and you guys are platonically friends? There's a lot of confusion around what this means to both of them. Because how can you literally be in a relationship with someone else and also be wishing Victoria comes back from paradise single so you can shoot your shot?
0: Yeah, I guess they're not being entirely truthful about what happened prior to Paradise. And that's well, justice for Clem where it gets sticky because we know that Greg was dating Clémence, the Paris mm-hmm. model, but that's also the time period that he potentially was talking to Victoria. According to them, that talking was super innocent, but then if it was innocent, why did you have to talk to him after you got back to, to make sure he knew? Someone also pointed out on Reddit like everyone in Bachelor Nation talks so he would have found out. And Greg actually admits he did find out through Andrew. Right. And that and he was upset. He, when he found out Victoria was engaged, he was upset. Why? If you guys were just friends. It's obvious that there was something more.
1: I know, but is there an argument here to be made that like they were just flirty friends and like you know you always have a friend you're platonic maybe the timing's not right like they're in a relationship and you're in a relationship or you're interested in going on paradise and they're in a relationship but it just like doesn't line up but you guys and you guys are platonic like nothing ever physically has happened with you guys but there's still just like a flirty rapport where you both kind of know that you're interested in one another because that's what this feels like to me and it I have to ask the question is that so bad if nothing
0: no you physically right. if transpired if that is the case yeah. I don't think it's that bad the thoughts are definitely in agreement that Greg was probably supposed to go to paradise. He didn't go to paradise after we blew up his spot and proved that he was still seeing Claymonts. He thought by unfollowing her would make him look like a single man, but we know that he was openly walking around Spring Lake with her. Yeah, I
1: wanted him to, like, bring that up in the vile files of, like, oh, I thought about going, but then there were all these stories that I was trying to hide my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know how much Imagine. of that is actually true, considering what he said is just that he was he was trying to figure out his relationship with Clem. I don't know if he was ever actually considering going. Otherwise, why wouldn't he say that?
0: Yeah, and the more I heard them talk about their conversation about going to Paradise, the more I felt that Victoria went for career purposes. Mm-hmm because she's day one or day two cast person almost original cast I guess and then she, it was very important for her to get engaged like it was clear Johnny did not want to get engaged on the beach but she she pushed mm-hmm. it i really want to get why if you had maybe feelings for someone back home why were you so adamant about being engaged yeah. is it because you know that you get the most screen the biggest time. screen time the most focus, more potential followers. She gained like 100,000 followers from that season. Right. That's what doesn't fully make sense to me is I totally get going
1: to paradise for career purposes. I totally get being in a committed relationship for the entirety of being in paradise because you want to stay on the show. All of that makes sense. It's the getting engaged and then taking this into the real world. If you knew you still had feelings for someone else, that makes no sense to me. And I'm just wondering, I don't know. I weirdly keep, I don't want to be side victoria not that there has to be a side or side but i don't want to be like pro victoria in this situation but i do keep coming back to some of these things of like well maybe she didn't realize her feelings for greg were as strong until
0: she got back into the real world is that so bad i don't know there are two sides to this story and when you hear both you're like oh well i I could see that Mm -hmm. side and then when you hear the other side you're like oh i i get it so i do see both sides this is where people are really mad is how johnny found out about Victoria and Greg. So I understand maybe you don't want to call up your ex who you just broke up with and said, Hey, I'm in a new relationship with someone. So instead, he has to find out on social media that Greg and Victoria were spotted in Rome. And this is how Johnny found out that his fiance had moved on.
2: How did you feel when you first saw those photos? Uh, that sucked. I was at work and my buddy sent me a text and it was a video and he was like, Dude, is Greg, because we have a mutual friend. And he was like, dude, I think Greg's in Italy with Victoria. And I was like, nah, I can't be. Like, she's not in Italy. We have a reunion to go to. And we just talked, like, two days ago. And he was like, no, I think so. And I got, like, a text. And then there's pictures. And I was like, all right. I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. You can't just both happen to run into each other in Rome. You know, yeah, it's not like yeah. they were, like, spotted at Nick's house together where you could be like, yeah. you could try to explain I, away the situation. Try, yeah. Yeah just don't end up in Italy. It's funny too, because we kind of look alike. So everyone was like, it's Johnny in Italy. It's Johnny in Italy.
1: My question though, is why were they still talking two days ago? If they were broken up and Victoria's, like that's what, there's yeah. so much overlap here, which is why it leads me to believe that things are not as clean as Victoria and Greg are trying to make it seem. Like, I feel like from Victoria and Greg's perspective, they're like, I was in a toxic relationship, it ran its course, we broke up. And then a few weeks later, I pursued things with my longtime yeah. platonic friend. But that's why were you still talking to Johnny then? If you were going to go to Rome with Greg two days later and further on in that clip, when I was listening to it, um, he says something to the effect of like, oh, well, and when I saw those pictures, I removed myself from the situation. I decide I'm not going to keep talking to her anymore. And it's like, well, but you guys were broken. According to up. her,
0: she broke. Yeah. you guys. So you guys shouldn't done. have
1: been talking to begin with. And that's Johnny like makes that seem as like the catalyst event for him to be like, no, I'm removing myself from this relationship. But it's like,
0: dude, didn't she already break up with you two weeks ago? So this is all not adding up. Yeah, nothing's adding up with this whole entire story. So Greg and Victoria go on Nick's podcast. We need to point out the wait that we went through on Tuesday because <laughs> Nick promised the podcast. When I tell you I check the entire yeah. day, and I'm not subscribed to the podcast, so I literally had to keep searching for it because I wanted to listen to it. It took the entire day. It did not go live until Tuesday night when he said it was coming on Tuesday. So everyone's waiting all day. We think that they were trying to like build up suspense or... Victoria wanted to listen to it and maybe put in her own edits which I think is probably likely.
1: I think it's likely when I was listening to the I haven't had a chance to fully watch the whole video version because the audio version came out first and that's obviously what I listened to to prep for all of this. In the audio version you can hear distinct moments where it cuts. I don't think a lot of people would pick up on that like I spend so much time editing that like I can hear things like that um and it could be Mm. just that like they're they're editing out dead space like we do that sometimes too just to make it a little snappier or they're just cutting out a cough or like it could be that or it could be yeah. they're cutting out things and i haven't had so much time to look at the youtube video but there are times in the youtube video where i had noticed an audio cut where it cuts from a shot of close up of victoria to a shot of the three of them at the same time and i'm and i'm like well that makes perfect sense that's the video you would put in to cut something out because you couldn't cut something out of just a close up of victoria's face you'd have to cut to another shot so I've never noticed that in Nick's interviews any other time. So I think it's a little peculiar that this is the first time I noticed that there's audio cuts in certain things. Shady. Mm-hmm. Nick
0: didn't shy away with the question. So I was actually pleasantly surprised with him asking the questions that mm-hmm. we wanted to hear. Most importantly, he asks about the wine yeah. glass. So we know that the story of Victoria throwing a wine glass at Johnny came up during the Paradise reunion. However, it was cut from the live show but because of all the spoiler accounts and reality steve pushing it out everyone knew about it so nick asks
1: before you play the clip i do want to say how jarring it was to me that how she tried to underplay this considering throwing wine glasses at someone is crazy
0: behavior but play and then we can discuss yes so this is victoria the truth
3: about victoria throwing a wine glass at johnny and um we were watching back his um season with Gabby, one of his dates with Gabby, and he had a shaved face on the episode. Okay. And he had a beard with me at that point. And he was like, gosh, I would, I look so much better with a beard. I wish I had a beard on this episode or during filming i relate yeah Yeah, right okay everyone looks better with facial hair yeah um and he was like they would have made me the bachelor had i had a beard
2: i'm assuming he was joking
3: well i mean there's um truth to every joke wait chiming in here Mm -hmm. before this clip
0: finishes you absolutely 100 were never in the running to be The Bachelor, Johnny. I don't know if a producer was just saying that to butter you up so you did whatever the producer said, but Johnny was never ever one of the people that was thrown around for The Bachelor. And I think it's comical that he thinks it's a matter of facial hair. Like, if they wanted you to grow a beard, they'll just tell you to grow, to grow the fucking beard.
1: Yes, I agree with you. But, you know, we'll listen to the rest of the clip. Victoria doesn't need to tell him that, though, right? Like, she could have just been like, yeah, babe, haha," end of conversation. But listen as the clip goes, how she, like, escalates and pushes this whole thing, what could have been just, like, a one-off passing comment to this explosive fight.
3: In that moment, being his fiance. I'm like, first off, why are you saying that? And second of all, second of all no, you weren't going to be The Bachelor. And not to be mean, but I was top three in my season, and I wasn't The Bachelorette. So they already have these things like pre-planned. There wasn't going to be this big to-do because now Johnny had a beard and he was going to be Bachelor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's just honesty. No, I
2: get it. it, it- Sure.
3: Right. Okay. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, coming from somebody who was known to be a homewrecker. Okay,
0: backtracking. Mm -hmm. Victoria, you also weren't going to be the bachelorette because you were very unlikable on your season. You had a huge, multiple scandals surrounding you. You had to issue apologies. Like, there was a lot of negativity around you. So for you to be like, they have these things pre-planned, like... I mean, yes and no, had you played your cards differently and behaved differently, maybe you would have had a shot at it. But you were never a contender. To hear these two talk about how they were almost or potentially could have been the leads of their respective seasons, I'm like, wait.
1: Yeah, it's a little cringy. It's a little out of touch. Um, My biggest takeaway from that whole snippet of conversation was like, Johnny makes a passing, innocent comment. Oh, if I had a beard, I would have been the bachelor. She puts him down. But that is wrong. Sure, okay, but like you don't don't, like that's not okay. But I think some something that's important in relationships is like, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? And sometimes, or does this need to be said right now? And does this need to be said by me? Like sometimes, just let people have their comment. Like you don't, especially as someone's fiance, as someone who's supposed to support them, you don't need to like extra put them down and be like, no, you're totally wrong, Johnny. You were never going to be The Bachelor. This, 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 this. Why couldn't she just say, haha, babe? Yeah, maybe. The whole well, I conversation guess point, avoided. Though, I'm
0: your... F- if she says that. This is our first happy couple. We're engaged and you're talking about how you should have had a beard because you would have been The Bachelor. Isn't that kind of underlying saying, I, I could have been The Bachelor and I wouldn't have been with you. I would have found someone else.
1: See, I, I see it as such a passing comment, though. I don't think it was like that deep. And she made it this whole big thing, you know?
0: Well, I think it's clear that she has struggled with some insecurities in the past. Johnny has spoken out about how his relationship with Gabby was actually an issue for Victoria, which you're a veteran of this show. How do you not know that he has to talk about Gabby in interviews and he has to say nice things about her because he's still on the show. So basically, Victoria got really jealous about Johnny having to talk about Gabby because her season was still airing. And he said, picture this. She gets engaged, and the whole world knows about me with another girl. Like, yeah, but only for a few more weeks, and then it's going to be all about you. How do you not have the peace of mind to know that, like, that's not real life? And what you guys were supposed to have was real. And, like, he left the show. Didn't he leave on his own? Yeah. I just feel like it's way different than watching your fiancé, like, get on one knee and be totally, like, a Brandon. Mm-hmm. Right, like, and be if wrecked. Serene had to watch how distraught Brandon yeah. was over Michelle, I could see her being, like, you know, he loves you now, but, like, being bothered by it but you literally had to watch your guy choose to leave mm-hmm. and just why were you jealous over that well th-
1: i feel like that kind of is proving my point that like she's the one who's kind of through her in- own insecurities like making these problems that don't really need to be there you know yeah yeah
0: so I think Victoria hurt Johnny by saying, no, you never had a shot at being The Bachelor. Right. So he had to retaliate. And he back. And he said the homewrecker comment. Yeah. I, I think that's below the belt. And I understand why she was really upset behind that. But in nicer terms, though, Victoria, the reason why you weren't considered for The Bachelor is or Bachelorette is because of your reputation at the time. Not saying you were a homewrecker, but a girl came on the show on Peter season and said she, like was a homewrecker so that was your that was your storyline so he could have said it nicer or he could have just, or could have not you know, said anything said and too. it goes back to then Victoria right, which he probably should have
1: Victoria should have not said like no one needed to jab right. each other I think when you love someone you don't need to do that but so clearly this is a toxic situation from from both ends both of them when they feel the littlest bit insecure or put down or attacked they lash out at the other we're seeing that from both of them so this is toxic toxic all around we have to get to her throwing
0: the wine glass This is Victoria explaining her wine throwing moment.
3: And in that moment, I'm like, you're supposed to be my person like who uplifts me and like doesn't use what the general public has said about me. Like you're supposed to be on my team. And I was so hurt and frustrated. I left. I walked outside. I called my best friend and I was just bawling crying because I was like, Everyone else can say whatever they want about me, but the one person who is supposed to like stick by my side and like have my back just used that against me. And it was so hurtful.
2: When, and then when did and the-, then the
3: glass, you know. <laughs> so then I come back inside. Um, I'm kind of, he, he goes outside. He's, he calls one of his friends and he's like telling him about the fight that we just got into. And he's like, Yeah, and I called her a fucking homewrecker, and she's like wigging out. And I like overheard the conversation, and I like opened up the door (laughs) because we're at a happy couple. And I threw a wine glass, and it shattered. Um, At him or no, just like in the outside, just oh okay, just throwing it.
2: So no one was at risk. No. Okay.
3: No. Just no, throwing totally
1: the wine glass outside in his general direction, but I didn't throw it at him. I just threw it. It didn't hit him, so it doesn't it, count. The way she can just like sing-songily talk about that is crazy to me. Because I yeah. don't know, like, I have obviously been in arguments and said things that were mean that I didn't mean and hurt and said hurtful names, but never in my life have I thrown something at anyone, at any time. Like, that takes it to a whole other level where, like, someone could literally get hurt if you throw a wine glass at someone. Like, that's technically actually assault and a crime versus, you know, not to downplay how hurtful words can be because we know that's very, very harmful, but it's it's not the same thing. That's escalating something to a level mm-hmm. where, like, yeah, the police could get involved. Yeah, you did get a noise complaint. If someone had called the police, Victoria, like, the police would charge you for something, I don't know. Assault, domestic so, violence, whatever. Like that's a serious thing. If you wanted
0: to be a dick and for sure yeah, he, he yeah. could have. Uh, but we don't know where the glass landed, so I guess if it didn't actually hit him, I don't know if it's considered assault. I don't know. But the police were involved because there was a noise yeah. violation. So you have to think like these happy couples are supposed to be romantic little honeymoons where you continue your relationship post paradise and it's supposed to be so amazing and instead of that being the case, 3 weeks in they get a noise violation from screaming at each other and throwing glasses. And I think, and in, in, apparently if you just say something cringy about yourself, but if you say it with, ah, after it, it's, like, cute and funny.
1: I know. I I can't stand her, like, vocal inflections. I don't know what you would even call that. Is it a vocal inflection, a mannerism? It's so cringy. And it's so, like, oh, I'm just, like, so quirky and weird. And it's, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> but you also, like, literally threw a wine glass at someone. That's not quirky and weird. Sorry. Right. It's like, so what? I Threw a wine glass at him. <laughs> I mean, just, so some of, I think we should move on to then, like, how uh, Greg and her start talking and the whole breakup and stuff. But I think, like, this just really goes to show how toxic they both were towards each other how bad they were for each other Um, because I think in the reunion them cutting out this whole wine glass story really paints a picture that like Johnny was saying these awful things to Victoria unprompted and rude and that's not the case they're both saying horrible things to each other they're both in a really toxic place they both can hit each other's insecurities and buttons like clearly this is a relationship that is like doomed they should not be together Period. Stop working on it.
0: One thing I noticed off the bat is she talks to Greg the exact same way she talked to Johnny. Like, oh, cutie. Yeah. Like, at the end of the interview, when he's like confessing his love for her, she's like, oh, Greg, I love you. Oh, cutie. She calls him cutie twice. And I know for a fact that that's what she called Johnny in Paradise. So I don't know if this is just what she talks, how she talks to men. Yeah. Or how that's how she flirts. But it was very weird to hear her talk the exact same way to these two different guys. They, the biggest, biggest takeaway from this interview, this joint interview, is they are way more serious than I thought they were. Yeah. Like, uh, you obviously know they have to be somewhat serious, but they are in love. They think that they are the one for each other. Greg is moving to Nashville to be with her. And all I could think about while listening was...
3: Lauren, I love Spencer. Good. And I'm so sorry. You know you really must love him? To stick by him through all this.
0: Like, because... You really, I was like watching. I'm like, wow, you. it was kind of like an Ari Lauren. Like, you really must love each other if you're willing to put up with this much backlash and being the villains and having everyone tear you to shreds. Greg going on the reunion special, the fact that he's like, I did that because I didn't want Victoria to go up there alone. That, as much as I don't really ship this couple, that's hot as fuck. And I feel like you're standing by your girl. And while the way you guys got together, I think is wrong. And I definitely don't think that This was really fair to Johnny. It seems like in the end, they are going to stick together, at least for now. They are very much in the honeymoon phase. So, like, everyone's in love in the first few weeks. Yeah, I can't
1: help but wonder though how Greg doesn't hear all of these things and think maybe this could be a red flag. Like, Yeah, right, I know. I I just, I don't, I mean, if they are some dynamic duo where he can, like, de-escalate her in a way that it doesn't get to this point of, like, crazy name-calling, then... I guess go off everyone has someone who is right for them but yeah I mean at the end of the day I think we'll never really know what transpired at Natalie's party if anything at all Greg and Victoria claim they barely even talked at that party Johnny claims that that was really the turning point in the relationship where he felt Victoria was gone not willing to work on things we're never gonna know what happened at that party and kind of the cadence with which she continued to talk to Greg as her and Johnny were quote-unquote working on things but I mean, I think it's very clear that there was massive overlap here. The
0: question is, is like, is that cheating? Is it not cheating? Did you notice though, when they said they didn't talk at Natalie's party, first it was, we didn't talk. Like, we didn't even talk. We just had one conversation. We were just hanging out in a group. And, like, as they continued talking, it's like, okay, so you, you did talk. Like, you started off by saying you didn't talk at all. Right. You barely even looked at each other. Then you went on and said that you saw each other. And I think biggest red flag is that Victoria felt – Victoria was still thinking about Greg after being engaged to right. Johnny. And I think because of that, she probably should have never even gotten engaged. I, so I, I get don't know. why Johnny feels betrayed was, in this situation. Yeah and it sucks. There was a lot of focus about Johnny's job and it was giving me Kate from Paradise yeah. Vibes because Victoria's like I have the world ahead of me and it's not like he doesn't but basically he's not he doesn't have any fab fit fun deals yet so until he does he's not going to be as successful as me. Like Victoria's talking about her career. Your career is posting ads and it's 2022. That is very much a career. Mm-hmm. But why don't you think that Johnny could do that too? If you were so concerned about him making an income, fucking go in on a deal with him. Yeah, seriously. Get him his first brand deal and then like he's set. She was very fixated on how she wanted someone more set in his career. I, my biggest question is what is Greg's job, Victoria? What does Greg do? Nothing. Because as far as I'm concerned, he has unlimited PTO.
1: Right. We see him post those ads for that language company. That's The one brand deal we know he has. He he definitely has a few others. I think with Johnny, though, it was more her wanting to see someone have the personality of, like, ambition and going for things. Like, I think she was, like, not liking the fact that she had to push him to figure his shit out versus him being, like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, be an influencer. And I'm gonna contact XYZ brands and, like, we'll do that and that's how I'll make money. But I think that just comes with age. Like, he was, he is younger. Although, how old is Greg? Greg's older. He's, like, 28, 29, she's 28 29 Johnny's 25 Google it. yeah I think that's right though and that is a big difference when you think of like what you were doing at 25 versus what you're doing at 29 there's a big 29 Greg Greg is is yeah but amazing point though like literally what is his job he also does not have one
0: I feel like she was almost making excuses at that point though she wanted someone who was more in a substantial career it's just you wanted Greg and Johnny isn't Greg and I feel like she was coming up with reasons why Johnny wasn't Greg, but ultimately Johnny just wasn't Greg. There
1: was always a sense of, like, her feeling better than than
0: Johnny. Yeah, totally. What wasn't brought up in Nick's interview was the fact that Victoria apparently said to Johnny that I'm out of your league. That was something from a Reality Steve spoiler that people in the audience at the reunion heard mm-hmm. that yeah. being said. That is something that wasn't brought up. I would like to hear her answer to that because I think that underlying issue is kind of present in this whole thing as well. That she wasn't as attracted to Johnny as she is to Greg and in her eyes he's not good enough for her.
1: Yeah. Which sucks because Johnny has also spoken about how he feels about himself
0: that he's not good enough for her. So it's like clearly toxic combination. So Nick ends the interview with Victoria and Greg asking like where, where do we go from here? Like I said just before, Greg is moving to Nashville. They're moving in together, which this is kind of crazy after such a small amount of time. I do think they're very much in the honeymoon yeah. phase, and things are blissful now, and maybe you haven't gotten to see each other's true colors because when it's the beginning, it's the best part. Yeah, This is the best it's ever going to be. Yeah,
1: I, I fully believe you should at least wait, like, six months to a year before you even consider – living with someone right like they literally they to be fair they barely know each other if they really were platonically flirty friends for about a year hung out a handful of times she went to paradise and then they got together once in rome like that you guys don't know each other
0: so greg says he's met victoria's parents and nick asks him if he asked for their blessing and victoria goes stay tuned what the fuck does that mean?
1: Probably means that they're... Fun I think fact, in Victoria's mind, they are going to get married and have babies. I don't know. We'll see. Grupo babies? Yeah.
0: Chris Souls and Victoria didn't meet each other's parents. And they were, quote, madly in love. That's their quote. And I know that they didn't meet each other's parents. So the fact that they're already meeting each other's parents, like, they are super, super fast track, And it's a matter of this could either be the one, and when you know, you know. Or you're caught up in the honeymoon phase. As someone that, like, I was like that with my husband. I knew, when I knew, Mm -hmm. I knew. We moved in. We were living together within six months. We said, I love you within, like, two weeks. Oh, wow. We were very much fast track and but like i've been married to him for seven years right. and we've been together for over 10 so i know it's possible so this could be it's not it's the um exception not the rule totally it's most likely not gonna happen but it could so victoria said like i obviously do care if people hate me but at the end of the day i'm gonna be with greg no matter what like the audience the, the public isn't gonna break them their fights will break them at some point when victoria releases her true colors that's what i think but we'll see I think too, but I think any, like, someone, ha- you have to change sometime. Like, you have do to. You?
1: Some people never do. I don't think she's done the real, like, work or inner reflection to actually change. Like, she literally, two months ago,
0: was throwing a wine glass. I don't think anything has yes. changed in
1: her inner.
0: World, But I've also been... I've dated people that have brought out the worst in me. Yeah. That would egg me on and and purposely say things to bring out my insecurities or make me jealous. And, like, my husband in 10 years has never made me feel jealous. Yeah. And I feel like there's a big... There's... If you have a partner... That if Greg's not making her feel insecure, maybe she'll have no reason to throw a wine glass at That's him. fair. One can only hope. Yeah. But I think if Clem, out of nowhere, starts texting Greg and Victoria gets wind of it and she starts getting jealous, the old Victoria may yeah. come back up. And I think she said in the interview, like, I don't want to be that person and I'm not that person. I think... You don't want to be that person. I think it's within you and you maybe just need a guy to help you work through that. Because I think she is a jealous person. Yeah, she better not watch Katie's season accidentally.
1: Like, she's got to stay away from all bachelor at content from that season could you imagine she'll literally like yeah, turn it on it'll be like five years later and she'll get mad about it
0: well because that's okay going back to her being mad about gabby you right. were mad about gabby and johnny when they weren't even really anything but like greg and katie were very much something they had one of the most heartbreaking breakups on the show yeah. so she, no one sent her that do clip. not watch
1: get off the internet girl do not youtube it it's not worth it yeah you, can, you don't have enough wine glasses, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're going <laughs> to run out. And you need to drink the wine. Yeah. Well, so Jackie made a timeline with all of her research. And I feel like reading it will help the listeners sure. get their heads wrapped around the story at hand. Yeah,
1: so and I, I don't want to take happened. full credit for this. Some, a lot of this is people on Reddit putting things together. But I've been doing thorough research. And so this is the overarching timeline. I think this is a good way to, like, wrap up and really see. So... June 7th, filming for Paradise starts. June 28th, filming ends. July 6th, Reality Steve announces that Victoria and Johnny are still engaged. July 19th, according to Victoria, the engagement ended in three weeks. So that would be approximately when the engagement ended. July 29th, per Greg, they rekindled in the weeks after Paradise wrapped filming. So at some point, things are going bad with Johnny Her and Greg are talking
0: on August 12th. Hold on. I think things were just going bad, and instead of them actually clean break up, It was wishy-washy. And then she starts talking to 100%. And I think in their mind, because they didn't physically hook up, that they didn't do anything wrong.
1: August 12th, Johnny and Victoria are posting from the same backyard. August 15th, an Instagram story accidentally shows Johnny and Victoria together at the airport. I think that was Natalie's story that we covered um, a while back. August 15th, they're in the same backyard. August 17th, they're also in the same backyard. So now they're, this is middle of August. They're still together. They're working on things. It's probably not great, but they're working on it. Um, august 29th that's when tyler claims that she cheated on johnny at natalie's party in la so that's at the end of august is when natalie's party is that's where she sees greg in person for the first time since all of this things are clearly going bad with johnny but they're working on things september 5th according to (laughs) people on reddit are so funny they call natalie nick's daughter which is just wild so according to uh, natalie uh they were on a break victoria had told um, Natalie, they're on a break. Mid, Mid-September, mid so September 15th, Reality Steve got a DM saying that they broke up a week earlier. September 17th, Johnny is in Nashville for his birthday and says the trip is when the relationship fully ended. So that's when, according to Johnny, things were over. October 19th, Victoria posts about a Nashville getaway, and this is, she wrote an Airbnb review for this thing, and she said it holds a special place in her heart. So people are thinking that this mid-October time, she's at this Nashville place with Greg because then um, October 24th, Victoria is posting about this Nashville getaway with a man in the reflection. So this is mid-October, they're together, and then...
0: Wait, wait, but don't we know for a fact, though, that she was with Greg? Because then Johnny goes, you're posting from the yeah, Hollywood Suite yeah. with Greg. Yeah. And they say wait, in Nick's so we, interview... so we know for a fact... Yeah. They, so we, do we know for a fact that they literally hung out before They in the They They said,
1: in they the said that tweet? in Nick's interview, that they hung out one time, and then they were like let's actually go on a real date
0: in Rome.
3: Oh. Um,
0: okay, but stop saying that Rome was your first date
3: then. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: and so then by October 27th, Greg and Victoria are seen in Italy. Um, on the 31st, Halloween, Greg asks Victoria to be his girlfriend. And then on November 1st is the infamous good girl comment when uh, Greg commented good girl Ooh. and then immediately deleted it on Victoria's Instagram. And then November 4th is the reunion filming. And that's where we are.
0: Oh my God. It's a lot. I know. Took me through a journey.
1: Definitely was through a journey, but there is a lot of overlap here because Johnny even said that, like, in the beginning of October, they were going to therapy to work on things, and that was Victoria's idea. So there's a lot of, like, Victoria talking to Greg and having exchanges with him on the side while she's still, like, working on said relationship with Johnny.
0: It's messy, people. Greg also says the reason why they went to Rome, they literally planned it within two days and that they were already, they mm-hmm. went to Rome on a whim. And that it was because they wanted to like see how they'd be in the real world and that they were getting away with it for a while and then they wanted to go to the Coliseum and that's when it was like a super touristy place and people noticed them and then the whole fucking shit hit, hit the fan. Does Victoria know that Greg also traveled overseas to see Clem? Because I feel like these are types of things that would make her spiral. He just went on an international trip a few months ago when he visited her. Where'd they stay? London. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's I'm, up with I'm him and sure his like international knows, travel. Like it almost makes me feel like, did he have this trip planned and then like Victoria just tagged <laughs> along? Because I think it's weird that you keep going to Europe with women.
1: It was only two women, several months
0: apart. Okay, but they're very close. But it's close together. It's yes, within the same, no, like, totally. I period. think. Um,
1: I mean, I'm sure Victoria knows about Clem. She must. Because we all know about Clem. So she she, she knows, knows he if, was in a relationship Clem prior. Exists. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she knows because Greg also says in the interview, like, I had an international or I had a girlfriend overseas. overseas.
1: Um, So that's where we are, people. I don't know, like, if you... Sound off in the comments below. I would love to keep talking about this. What you guys think. Was this cheating? Was this not cheating? Even if it was cheating, is it fine if it's toxic? I don't know. I don't really know where I stand. I do know that Ross and Rachel were on a break though. Really some were I think they
0: were. They were on a break but that doesn't make it right.
1: Sure, it doesn't make it right but I don't think you can consider what Ross did cheating because they were technically on a break. Wait, Ross had sex? Yeah, with her. when they were on a break. You know what I mean? No. no I no, think no, no. Rachel can be upset about it but I don't think you I don't think you can
0: call that cheating. If you're on a break. No, I don't think. Actually, I don't think they were on a break. I, 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 You're putting me on the spot. I didn't know we were diving into this. Oh, I
1: just, I was going to make just one passing comment just to sum up in a jokey way. We don't have to actually okay. get into this. That can be a whole Patreon episode. I know someone has said in the Facebook group that they want us to dissect this. Clearly, we have very differing opinions. Could be very interesting. So
0: stay tuned for mm. that. It's a plug for the Patreon. Yes. Okay, so the holiday season is upon us and we want to give back to you guys. So we are going to be gifting one of our listeners a free month of She's All Batch Patreon. What's really cool is you'll get access to all of our new content coming in December, plus everything that we've already posted in November. Something we have dropping in just a few days is going through Bachelor Nation's dating profiles. So we dig through and find the Tinder, the Bumble, the hinge profiles of a ton of different bachelor contestants, show you the photos, show you the bios, and then what decide whether we want to swipe left or right. So that's just a little taste of what's to come, but so much more in store. And like I said, we're going to be gifting away one subscription. So how to enter, go to She's All Batch on Instagram and comment on the most recent post, and you are entered. You have to also be following me and Jackie, but like you should be doing that anyway. So don't be rude and just follow us both. Okay. Happy holidays. I was looking for the perfect stocking stuffer, and I came across Whey hair products. So Whey has everything that you need to keep your hair looking and feeling great all winter long. I definitely want it in my own stocking because I've become obsessed with their Detox Shampoo. So it's this concentrated shampoo that cleanses product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt oil, and other impurities. And it's safe for all hair types, including color treated, keratin treated, and Brazilian blowouts. Totally safe to use. And honestly, I feel like it gets my hair better than any other shampoo out there. So I better be getting it in my stocking this year because I'm putting it in other people's.
1: You guys heard it here first. If you want to get a gift for Stephanie, get her something from Way Products. Get her the detox shampoo. And if you're looking for a gift to get me, get me their leave-in conditioner, which I have been so obsessed with. It makes my hair feel so soft, and it helps with frizz, tangles, flyaways, and breakage
0: for all different hair types. Jackie, guess what? It's not just one or the other, because for the holiday season, Way is offering the Way Better Together Kit, and you get a full-size leave-in conditioner and a full-size detox shampoo for $40. <gasps> I mean, are you kidding? Yeah, that's perfect. Best. Of of
1: both worlds and that's like such a great price for something that you can give to someone as a gift that they're actually going to want your yeah. friends are going to be so impressed when they see away products in their stocking or if you're looking for like a secret Santa white elephant gift thing I think this is perfect and definitely within budget for those smaller gift ideas this
0: would be the one like you know the type of like Yankee swap where you, you fight over the mm-hmm. gifts or something yeah I feel like this would be the gift that everyone's fighting and trying totally to so steal from each other fun fact one time I was at like a Yankee swap with coworkers Workers, and there was an older co-worker who didn't understand like how the game worked and she yeah. goes uh, she goes I'm stealing I'm stealing and she just comes over and steals my gift from me and it, that wasn't right and I'm like I can't say anything to her because she was like an older employee Wait, so she just took
1: your gift but then yeah like, didn't give you hers, yes yeah. like how yeah. it's supposed to work well I think
0: yep. you should have said
1: something because that's like very much not okay <laughs> and not how the game works at all so you got no gifts
0: justice for me Um yeah, no, I got yeah. no gifts, and she just like came skipping over. I think she was drunk, and she's like, stealing, mm. stealing. I'm like, what? Can I just go and steal it back? <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys feel bad for me, then go check out Way products because it's the least you can do yeah, to make me feel better.
1: It, yeah, that's really messed up. But discover all the ways to share joy this holiday season. Go to theway.com. That's T H E. O-U-A-I.com and use code SHESALLBATCH to get 15% off the entire purchase. So that's 15% off your entire order at theway.com using code
0: Batch. Okay, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounter. As you guys know, that's when we read your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild and we read about it on air. Let's see what we got Woo! today. Oh, and fun fact, we have a Patreon exclusive coming, and it's a full episode of Bachelor Encounters, so that's coming in January. Yes, yeah, so you guys really love this segment, so we're giving you a whole, a whole episode of it. Yes, but today, let's see what we got. This one's about Aaron, your, um... Clancy, you're, my king that fell from grace. Your king, <laughs> yeah. No, he's not my king anymore. I know. I'm today. over him. Okay. I've been meaning to write this for months, but it's hardly anything, so I didn't. Wow. (laughs) Setting it up for success here. But with the drama lately, it feels relevant. Okay. I was in San Diego in June, right before filming started for Paradise, and my friends and I saw Aaron Clancy at a beach bar. He was tall as hell and hot as hell i instantly looked around for james but he was nowhere to be seen oh my god my friends don't (laughs) watch bachelor so they didn't recognize aaron but he was hardcore making eyes at my friend she was like oh he's hot when she noticed him looking at her so she told the guys that we were talking to i'm gonna go get a drink so she went to the bar i love when they do um the quotes i feel like we're in a play so yeah, she's, yeah. they're hanging out with other guys and she says, I'm gonna go get a drink. There was all this space at the bar, but Aaron basically ran to where she was standing at the bar and was about to talk to her when those cock blocks that she left came back <laughs> up. And were like, here, we got you a drink. So Aaron turned and left before we even got to say hi. He wasn't with any other batch people who knew he had other friends. He was wearing his classic white t-shirt and looked so good. Unfortunately, I learned nothing from this encounter because he didn't get to talk to her. When she came back, I saw what happened. I was like, dude, that's the guy from The Bachelor. She was shook. I tried to get a creeper pic, but I was too scared my flash would go off. No one was really noticing him, which I thought was weird. So I was too embarrassed to ask for a picture. Regrets. Anyway, I found out this was the Friday before filming. I was shook. Why flirt with someone when you're about to go look for a wife? And now all this stuff about him having a girl back home. Hey, girlfriend, your man was about to hit on my friends. Wild times, man. Wild, wild times
1: indeed. Wait, so can I get this straight? She was with a group of friends, went to the bar saying, I'm going to get a drink because she wanted to go be closer to Aaron. But then her friends chased her back to the bar and they were like here's your drink we got one for you because are these two separate groups of friends that's what's confusing to me <laughs> no
0: so i think they they were originally talking to random guys at the bar and oh, she said i'm gonna go get a drink oh, oh, oh. so she leaves them because she sees aaron who she yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. even know is aaron the friend knows it's aaron but this girl mm-hmm. apparently didn't watch bachelor so she sees this hot guy making eyes at her so she's like i'm gonna go get a drink and then the got cock it. blocks Come and say, oh, well, we got Got you a drink. Yeah, the other guy. So Aaron just immediately – I'm surprised that Aaron didn't still try to, like, stake his claim and say, like, hey, no, I'm going to hit on this girl. Maybe he thought they were, like, boyfriends.
1: Yeah, could be. I feel like – isn't that always kind of how it works? Like, guys don't back off until they – you say, like, oh, I have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you're like, oh, I'm not interested. I just – they're like, oh, come on. But then you're like, no, 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 I, I, like, have a boyfriend. Then they're like, oh, okay. Now I'll I'll stop. Because they, like, respect – the men. But there were no conversations here. I know, but if you're going to hit on a girl and, and a guy's, like, coming up to her, handing her a drink, I think that is, like, risky territory to get into. Yeah, Obviously, he didn't know they were just, like, randos. Yeah. I want to know who he is at the bar
0: with and where James was. Mm-hmm. Very That's what important. I'm most concerned about.
1: Isn't it crazy to think people with other friends that are not in Bachelor Nation, like, Aaron Clancy probably
0: has a whole, a whole life that we don't even know about. I know. But I I would assume that Bachelor people prefer going out with other Bachelor people because it's more fun. You get treated like a celebrity. And they like get in noticed. this bar, yeah. no one even knew who he was.
1: Yeah. There's a
0: time and a place for both, though. Maybe he was just trying to, like, have a night with the boys chill undercover. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You sold yourself short, girl. That was a really good encounter, even though it didn't actually have any direct contact with Aaron. It still painted the picture. I feel like I could see the bar in my head. Thank you for that. Yeah, me too.
1: And I just get a better view into the the not king that he is. Because like you said, he was about to go find a wife. Even though we know that's like obviously not his real intention. But, you know, he was apparently at that time dating two girls
0: before Paradise. And now he's going to go hit on another at the bar. It's still confusing what that story is because Genevieve hasn't really said much more about it. But what Mm -hmm. do we know? We talked about it last week. We know
1: that he was dating two girls before going to Paradise. And then after he got back from Paradise, he continued dating one of the girls. Because the two girls, I guess, got to talking and they're like, wait, you were talking to Aaron before too? Wait, me too. So so one of the girls was like, all right, I'm out. But then he's continued to date the other girl, which is why I think a few weeks ago when we were talking about Aaron and Genevieve's breakup, I'm like, oh, it makes sense that he was like, all right, thank you, goodbye, back to my girlfriend, back to my normal life and why it was so not dramatic.
0: I want to know what kind of girlfriend can watch what he did on that beach and still stay with him. Like, even if He he probably lied, though.
1: But well, that's, that's what crazy. I was going to say.
0: At that point, even if I was the side chick or the girl back home, I'd be like, poor Genevieve, that sucks that you were able to do that. That's kind of concerning that you can act that way. Right, It definitely shows his character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't okay. know. Next one. I was at the Vikings game this fine Thanksgiving evening. The person down wow. the row from us got cheese curds and they smelled so good, <laughs> so we needed to go get some for ourselves. So my friend and I went up to go get some. We ended up walking to a further away cheese curd stand because we didn't notice the one right at the top of the stairs from our seats. Okay, hold on. Are you purposely like adding in, <laughs> in I the fake, like the details like, though details. because th-
1: these cheese curds are the catalyst for whatever the event is going to be, this encounter. And had they gone to the or cheese Curd Station. They probably wouldn't have seen whoever they saw at the further Cheese Curd Station. <laughs> but that's really funny because at this, this point is rising in time, we time,
0: we have no clue who the <laughs> encounter's even about, but yeah, I'm no. invested. Okay. Yeah, the suspense is killing me. Okay. So, they go to the further one because they didn't mm-hmm. realize there was a closer one, and this is yeah. what we see. But as we left the stand, we run into... Michelle Young! She was walking around with a tall, very attractive man. That I've never seen before, and they looked quite chummy. Hold up,
1: this is wait—that's a really like, good one. Going on what? like an actual date seems like it. She's pretty, and chummy we're spending like our the time talking game. about cheese cards. Yeah, but it was the rising action, the catalyst okay. event that led her to Michelle. Okay, okay.
0: She didn't seem like she wanted to be noticed, so I didn't go up to her, even though everything in me wanted to. And you know, you had your cheese curd, so you had—you know—you have to. Your hands were kind full. Of, yeah. Yeah, and you—you you don't want to, those to get cold. Yeah. I've never had a cheese curd. I don't know if this counts, but I just thought I'd share. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for this podcast and can't wait for my merch. Oh, this is from Aww. Kendra. Thank you, Kendra. That's such a sweet yeah. encounter. And honestly, really loved it. You guys are really stepping it
1: up. That was actually a really good one because no one knows Michelle's dating. Obviously, when I say no one knows Michelle's dating, of course, she's Michelle. I'm sure she goes on dates with, she has lots of people like in her DMs. But the fact that she's out in public with a guy, that means it's like a little bit more serious than not right? Mm-hmm. And it's right before Thanksgiving, so maybe he was coming home oh, yeah. to his family. Just, You're not just bringing anyone to a, a football game in your hometown before
0: Thanksgiving. Vikings, that's that's her hometown? Well, she's like from Vikings.
1: Minnesota, right? It, Minnesota I don't Vikings. I fucking
0: know. Okay. No. okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we know sports. So this is very serious. Now I kind of want to go to a Vikings game and get the cheese curds, because now looking at the beginning of this encounter, she says that the cheese curds smelled so good and they needed to get some for themselves.
1: Have you ever had a cheese curd? I've no, never had what? one.
0: I've never but had one. But they were willing like, to walk far away for it.
1: I've heard amazing things about them. It's like a Midwest thing, though. I've literally never been in a place where someone even offered me a cheese curd.
0: I long to be in a place like that.
1: I don't even know. Like, what even is a cheese curd?
0: I know. I'm assuming there's some kind of, like, fried cheese, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Never had.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, well, those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you like Bachelor Encounters, consider checking out Patreon. Like we said before, we have an entire Bachelor Encounter episode. It's a whole like hour designated to Bachelor Encounters. You're going to love it. That's coming in January. Moving on. So with
1: the holidays coming up, you guys know it's a lot of sitting around and eating a lot of food. So I love to always be wearing some shapewear during the holiday season. But the thing that's annoying is most shapewear isn't very comfortable. So it's like you're already so stuffed and so full, but then you have the shapewear squeezing you in. But I have discovered... Honeylove and let me tell you it totally has changed my entire opinion on shapewear So Honeylove has spent years researching and developing effective shapewear and it's actually so comfortable guys I'm dead serious all those overly tight cheap and sticky fabrics that roll up are totally a thing of the past Especially when you're so full from your Christmas dinner the last thing you want is your shapewear rolling down So thanks to Honeylove you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite holiday outfits
0: And like that totally defeats the purpose of shapewear if it's rolling Mm -hmm. down and then you have like your body not looking smooth, which just defeats the purpose of shapewear. So totally I'm loving Honey Love. So unlike other shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short has targeted compression technology. It distinguishes between the areas that you want more support and areas that you need less compression. They have a signature X that targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves because we don't want to hide those. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. So, if you're looking for sculpting and smoothing from stomach to thigh, I'd recommend their Superpower Short. It also has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies and has a convenient opening in the panty area for easy bathroom going, no costume change required.
1: And if you guys check out Honey Love's website, they have so much more than just sculpt wear, they also have really comfortable bras, tank tops, leggings all that stuff for everyday support. I have tried their crossover bra and it is the most popular bra that they have and I have been loving it. This bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires, which is so amazing because it makes it so comfortable. So goodbye to underwire pokes and marks. It is so soft and it actually is surprisingly a strong fabric as well and it features adjustable straps. So, you know, we all have our favorite go-to bras. Like, I wear the same one all the time. I don't know if that's gross, but this one could be yours because this one has now become mine. And you won't even want to take it off as soon as you get home like I normally do with bras because it's actually that comfortable. So Honey Love also works beautifully as a lingerie. The quality is insane. The details are stunning, and we just want you guys to feel so incredible when
0: you're wearing it. Yeah, and with the holiday season upon us, you deserve to look and feel your absolute best. So we are giving you... 20% 20% off at honeylove.com. You use code she's all BATCH at checkout and you can get 20% off your order and look hot this holiday season. Calling all my honeys, you deserve this.
1: This episode is sponsored by LifeMD. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but something that I have always found incredibly frustrating is when you need to get a prescription, like you know what is going on with you. You just need a doctor to sign off on getting that antibiotic for that UTI or getting those drops for pink eye or whatever it is, but the pharmacy won't give it to you unless you have a prescription from a doctor but obviously getting an appointment with a doctor traveling there taking time off work waiting in those depressing waiting rooms and then you have the awkward in-person visit all just to get the prescription and the medication that you knew you needed in the first place it's not so easy and it's also incredibly time consuming like your day could be way better spent than chasing down a doctor to get a refill on the prescription you've literally been taking for three years with no issues. So that is all a thing of the past with LifeMD. So basically LifeMD has created a better and more affordable way for people to speak to doctors without even leaving their home. You can now video chat with a board certified physician and get the prescription you need in as little as 15 minutes. LifeMD's patient platform and app makes this so easy. All you have to do is go online, select your symptoms, pick your preferred doctor, and Life. MD does the rest and connects you with a certified physician, it's really that easy. So visit lifemd.com batch B-A-C-H now, or you can download their app and see why Life MD is America's trusted telehealth leader. That's lifemd.com slash batch B-A-C-H to
0: experience healthcare the way it should be. Okay, guys, we have Michael Garofola here from Desiree Season. He was also on Winter Games and Bachelor in Paradise. Michael G., thank you for coming on She's All Batch.
4: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) And it's a long time coming because some of our listeners know that we have a connection. You're obviously besties with my brother-in-law, my new brother-in-law.
4: I know, very exciting. I know we're in, we're in, we're we're practically families. So. I
0: know it's like yeah, my cousin, my cousin Michael G is on the podcast. It was a
4: wonderful wedding we had in, in June. That was we had
0: a good time. Yeah, I I talked about it on the podcast too. So that was a very fun time. But yeah, we should have done this sooner. I've always wanted to pick your brain about the oh. Bachelor franchise, obviously. And to your other guests,
4: I'm not as interesting stuff. I, I, so that's, no. that's probably why we
3: haven't, you That's know, not true. Again. That's <laughs> not
0: true at all. You've been on our <laughs> list for quite some time. But so you were on Desiree season. That was a while ago, but how did you get you know. cast? Did Donnie submit you? Donnie's my- best
4: <laughs> Donnie did not submit me that I, that I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, w- I was submitted by um, about four or five different Um, female friends of mine, uh, none none of whom knew one another. So that was sort of the thing that was interesting to me.
1: Multiple times, it's fake. No, no, in
4: other words, well, in other words, they they weren't like in one group of friends who are like, we should all nominate, you know, Michael to do this. Like they were just friends from different parts of my life. They all thought in their own Mm -hmm. minds independently, in other words, that, you know, that this uh, is something that I should do.
3: (laughs) so
0: for your i understand with your initial season it was a really long time ago and you probably didn't have any other motives but then you came back for winter games and paradise when you came back one how did they approach you and and convince you to come back but two did you like instagram developed and you and you saw that you could have more of a career you know i'm
4: i'm In favor of anyone who can sort of capitalize on on their 15 minutes and 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 do that sort of thing that that was never my goal um and and i actually was prohibited from making that my goal because of my career and um you know for those of you that don't you know don't know i'm you know i'm a lawyer and when i did the bachelorette i was a federal prosecutor working at the united states department of justice so the one of the only reasons I, i was able to get the permission to go on the show and actually. The level of permission went all the way up to the attorney general of the United States at the time, oh Eric Holder, was, was because I wasn't being paid and because I wasn't going to be monetizing this. I wasn't going, you know, so even when I, I you know, was eliminated and, and got sent back home, you know, I went right back to work, you know, maybe a little too soon. I inherited back all the cases that I thought I had transferred and, and you know, gotten help oh, with. They all the came worst. back to me.
1: So
4: it was, it was a lot. I was hazed by federal judges, by defense counsel, It was um, which was fun. Yeah. So the, the the considerations for me were different. Obviously, once I resigned and, and left the DOJ and was in private, back in private practice, and
0: oh, that's um, how you ended up back on it, though. Yeah, you're I, no I, longer I
4: there. You know, I was no longer a uh, public servant, no longer um, in the federal system, and so you know, one, then I was able to consider it. And you know, when my um, my my next employer was sort of um very supportive maybe too supportive and was like you should go you should, you need to go do it it'll be fun like you know paradise is only three weeks so he's like you know we'll get get everything done and you know whatever I, you know you just take a leave of absence and go do it and um as far as like how I was approached you know I mean you keep in touch with the producers and they always sort of reach out um and until very recently you know this this was the first <clears throat> summer that that I didn't get a call <laughs> normally I get the I ask call Normally I get the call. It's like, oh, Michael G, you know, how are you doing? Are you seeing anyone? You know, you, you want to come to Mexico and find love? And I sort of laugh and I'm like, you know, there's no love to be found in Mexico. <laughs> not on that set. Um, Well, and at least not for me.
0: On Desiree season, you feuded with Ben Scott, who was like the villain. You were kind of like the protagonist, though. They really set you up to be like the good guy calling out the bad guy because everyone was kind of against Ben. But was any of that? Pushed by production, or were you actually that pissed at him that you wanted to feud with him?
4: I think I was the spokesperson for the most part, but I think everyone was universally annoyed with him and bothered by him. He just he was just rubbing everyone in the house sort of the wrong way, and I think I was sort of took the mantle and and of course production you know uh, encouraged that it did get um, get its airtime and, and blown out of proportion a little bit and sensationalized a little bit, but. Um, And certainly, you know, production, you know, encouraged it. And so and I knew Yeah. in what
1: ways did they encourage it?
4: Oh, well, they would, you know, they would stage, you know, I mean, some of some of it was very obvious. In other words, like, hey, Michael, like, I think you should stand over here and look through that the fence. And it was like, you know, Ben coming when it wasn't his time to come to like, (laughs) go have time with Desiree alone kind of thing. And like that, did, you know, so it's just funny, like, those things didn't really work with me because I wasn't that, that didn't bother me. You know, I wasn't actually, um, you know, jealous that he was getting more at the time, getting more one-on-one time or anything like that. Like, I was just like annoyed that he was being a jerk to everyone in the house. You know, I was like, yeah, you don't have to, you you could be here for Desiree, but like, you can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? Like, (laughs) you can be nice to everyone and still be here for Desiree, right? Like, we can, we can have both, right? Like, we can, you know, we can be a functioning human being in a society and still, still, you know, make your number one priority, like, having, establishing a connection with Desiree. So, so those things were, which were very obvious and were sort of like, I was just, you know, like, come on, Elon, like, really? Like, all right, I'll look, you know, like, I'll look just, you know, for for whatever, but it's, that's not what's gonna bother me. Obviously they put us on the two-on-one date, you know, that's obviously intentional. Then they, you know, just things like, you know, Michael, everyone's come in here talking about how, like, Ben is really bothering them and being such a jerk, like, you know, we think that you, you know, you're a federal prosecutor, like you should be the one to say something to him. And, da, 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 da. and you know, I knew what they were doing and I would laugh, you know, because I'm, I'm not an idiot, but I would be like, okay, I'll say something. Yeah. Like, wow. why not? Like, what else? I'm bored. You know, I don't have any books. I don't have any music. I'm not watching TV, you know, like.
2: I got nothing else to do.
4: I'll say something to him. I'll say that he's being a jerk and just ask him to change. I mean, that's all I was doing. It wasn't like, you shouldn't be here. Go home. I was just like, hey, man, you're being a jerk to everyone.
0: Like, yeah. why do you have to no, that? you didn't say anything bad, but I no. it's just I yeah. just wondered how much production was behind it versus how much you actually. Oh, yeah. I mean,
4: they always they have their hand in it. And then certainly after it's all filmed I and mean, how many how many dozens and dozens of hours, of uh, you know, hundreds of hours of, of footage do they have like Obviously, they storyboard it, and it's and it, they make those ultimate decisions as to what is included in that um, one-hour show. So that that's where the big decisions are made, you know, from from high up.
0: So we want to talk about something a little bit more topical. If have you watched this current season of Paradise?
4: I see. I, I see. You know, obviously, I follow your Instagram, and so I see the, the sort of the things that come up. It's you know, okay. Yeah, you don't actually but have to I, know. I don't know.
0: Yeah that's fine.
4: I do the know reason- some of the people that were on it. But yeah.
0: I know because I wanted well when I tried to schedule this interview with you uh like a couple weeks ago you were going to a party um for Nick and Natalie's robe line weren't you?
4: Yeah I was and I unfortunately, because, unfortunately didn't go? God, I didn't go. Oh um, no.
0: <laughs> well have you heard what has happened like apparently. Yeah are you friends with Nick and Natalie or do you just yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm
4: friends. I was at Nick's birth. So I went to Nick's surprise um, birthday slash book release party. We went um, Natalie's
1: to- birthday party <laughs> at the end I of August.
4: At- I wasn't at Natalie's birthday, okay. um, but then I got invited to the robe launch, and I was really upset because I said I was coming and everything else, and and I moved apartments, and my dog, uh, unfortunately, whom I-, I I rescued at the end of July. Um, She has developed separation anxiety and I was brand new in in this building and I just couldn't leave her at night to go, you know, I live in Santa Monica and, and, you know, Nick's further about an hour away and especially where this, this party was and so I was like, I, I just can't justify like leaving in the middle of, of the night on a week night and yeah, her barking the entire time. Like I, you know, but I, I wanted to go, and, and so I, I don't know what did I miss. Tell me that something well, something dramatic <laughs> happened at the. Well, crew? there's a
0: lot of drama oh, yes. stemming from yeah. Nick. I don't well. So obviously, if you're friends with Nick, uh how, yeah. how do we even?
4: Yeah, tell me, tell <sighs> me, tell me. <laughs> <in>. <laughs>
1: He's like, well, so the basically, the biggest thing, and we talk about it earlier in the episode, is that um. There was a couple that came out of Paradise, Victoria Fuller and Johnny, and they. Yeah, I know Victoria. Wrote... I've
4: met Victoria before. I okay. You know, I, obviously, I was. I'm good friends with Chris Soul, so I, I recall when Got they it. were sort of talking and, and spending some time together. I hope that's Did, public knowledge. I think it is. No, no, it is. It is. is. Oh, okay. Chris um, is a
0: friend of the show. Chris he actually go. was just <laughs> texting me about Johnny Chris, literally right before this call. Chris oh go. my God. Um, so I don't they, know who Johnny
4: is, but that's a great bachelor name.
0: Bachelor. Yeah. Well, so they got <laughs> needed, engaged on Paradise.
4: Johnny. Like we haven't had a Johnny. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We need yeah, it. Yeah, that's amazing.
4: Yeah. It's amazing that he's like the first Johnny. Uh, yeah.
1: The first Johnny. I'm sure you would think there'd be a one before. Well, there's John,
4: right. but yeah. not Johnny
0: yeah chill. right it right well, like no, it.
4: i knew there were johns but but yeah yeah, yeah, johnny, yeah. You know? johnny be good yeah johnny okay. be
0: good indeed yeah. well johnny's not so good anymore because oh, no. victoria well they got engaged he and victoria and then engaged. wow but within three Very weeks sick. she was like already moved on, and now she's fully in a serious relationship with someone else from the show. Do you know Greg Oh, right, Rimbaud? Greg, I
4: saw that. I saw that from, from Nick's, you know, because Nick interviewed them,
0: yeah. Well, that's,
1: right. that's the story. Well, that's yeah. the whole drama is kind of the timeline of when Johnny and Victoria broke up versus when her and Greg started talking again or rekindling, so okay. curious if you have any Wait, tea rekind- on that, because that apparently, apparently the incident life? They, they had talked previously. previously. Okay. We talked. talked. We don't know what that she means. She goes on.
4: Par- I mean, this is a tale as old as time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, You know, they they had talked. She goes on paradise. She ends up with someone else, Johnny, who's not Greg. They get engaged. Right. Wow. Yes. That's a big deal, right? Maybe. Um. And then, and then, three weeks later, she's she's in Rome with Greg, right? I saw that, yeah. right? That yeah.
0: Like Give thing. or take. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know right. the story. So yeah. do do you have? Well, why case? is
4: this? Why, why is Nick? Why does this involve Nick? Because the
1: the event where Victoria and Greg first kind of saw each other was at Natalie's birthday party. And they are close friends with Victoria and Greg. So when they started more seriously dating, Nick was posting TikTok saying like soft launch of Victoria and Greg together. So they know okay. a lot more of the relationship than the average human over here who's mm-hmm. trying to figure Which it all out. Which is why they
4: agreed to do the interview on Nick's show. That's why Nick, right. That's why Nick's a exactly. genius and why he gets, you know, he gets these great, these great um, <laughs> timely interviews. You know, he gets these very contemporaneous, yeah. Contemporaneous, geez. Yeah, what a word. Yeah. I have to look yeah, that well, one Nick, up, I can it figure it out in context. Is, it's a current event, like he gets the current event. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: event. got it. It's
4: what was it again?
1: What's the word? Contemporaneous. contemporaneous yeah. I've never think that's a fake word. I don't think <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's
4: it's, in the moment. It's happening now. It's okay. It's, you know, the news he's making the news is happening as Nick's interviewing, in other words. Oh yeah. So
0: contemporaneous. Well. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I agree. I don't have okay. any I
4: don't have any inside information there. I am so uh, you know, I've met Victoria both, you know, in, in Nashville and, and somewhere else I've met her and I think here in LA. And um yeah, she's lovely. I but I had no idea, I don't know who Johnny is. Um Although I, I love his name for that show. <laughs> I, I just love that there's a Johnny out there. I would love to meet him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And, and I just think, yeah, I mean, look, you know, they, they you know, you, you break up, you move on. Like, uh, I mean, it happened. Well, but we don't, don't know when
0: that. they broke up. That was, that's the yeah. big kicker With here. Their overlap. That's yes, the thing. That's, right? Right? that's what people are questioning. So the, so the question worst
4: of, case scenario, she was still engaged to Johnny talking to Greg.
0: Yeah that's yeah. what it seems like
4: and that would be the, the ultimate crime that be- always all crime. crime
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's
4: that's I mean that's nothing her three-week um,
0: fiance <laughs>
4: yeah that she barely I mean, knows yeah I mean if you if you can get engaged in three weeks you should be able to move on after three weeks you know um
0: you're not wrong I mean that is about a a what the people don't have a problem with the moving on it's it's, it's the, everything the, else the,
4: she is the potential infidelity that mm-hmm. that's being questioned and what yeah. was her was her response to this what was what was her timeline that did, did she give a timeline or
0: her response oh, yeah. was this eh, that's what she says pretty much literally an in interview she just goes eh, when she doesn't like want to talk about something and she basically said she's allowed to move on she doesn't care if people hate she's her mm-hmm. um sh- they're in love they're like mm-hmm. moving yeah. in together. They're already in love.
4: Okay. They're, they're,
0: they're in love, moving in together. and moving in together. Wonderful. Yeah. What can go wrong?
4: I mean, the two things, you know, can be mutually exclusive, you know, I mean,
1: uh, I'm curious. though. you said you knew Victoria through Chris souls and it's common knowledge that they dated. How would you say Victoria is like in relationships? Like, do you know any of the dynamic that went on with Chris souls or anyone?
4: Well, I'll look, I mean, everyone is different in, in a, in different relationships, right? That's like, what I know, think you too. Be, you can be you can be someone um, who like someone could t- say about you. You know what? She fucked me over. Like she was such a you know she did this, she did that, she treated me like shit. And you might find another guy like, oh my god, she was the best girlfriend I ever had. She was you know, dope. I mean. It really is, you know, or or someone could be, you know, someone's fuck boy is someone's future husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's like true. We, we, yeah. we are unfortunately, you know, you know, we're complex human beings, and we can be different things to different people, and and you know, and I think maybe based on timing, or maybe based on like how you feel about it, so maybe you know, you obviously you meet someone who's like the. Man or woman of your dreams, and you're, you know, all of a sudden you're not a fuck boy. But, but when you're just kind of like, I don't really care about this person anyway. You're just, you know, you're, you're hurting that person, you know, or leading that person on. And so, you know, I, I just know, you know, based, you know, with with Chris and Victoria is that, you know, they they were not living in the same city, and they spent a lot of time on the phone together. <laughs> like I just know that because, you know, when Chris and I were here in L.A um at one point you know I, I feel like he was on the phone Victoria like the entire time we were together like even like he was like walking from the hotel I was like "Oh hi Victoria you know and we're like driving and getting to the and he's like on the phone and then uh-huh. you know, it was just like a lot of a lot of phone time you know so I, I feel like um yeah w- which can be good if, if it's a good conversation or if you're arguing <laughs> it could be bad you know I don't know but um but yeah I mean there was you know and also that's long distance right I mean you don't what what more do you have? So right. yes, yeah, so I don't really have any, you know, insight into you know how she would be in a relationship. I just from having you know spent time with her and having seen that and having seen just you know interview. I did see her season of of the show. It would be a lot to handle. I feel like, um, but well, she says that
0: herself. She literally walked yeah. into the beach uh, of paradise. She's like, "I'm a lot." Ah. She did that again. Well, I don't want you to be down the
4: issue. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's good. Oh, she's developed some self-awareness. So right. she's maturing um as she gets older. That's that's good. We you always love to see
0: that. Oh, Chris Chris souls is calling me right now. Hold on. Um, Chris, hi. Um, I'm actually interviewing Mike garofalo right now and he wanted to say hi.
3: Michael. Oh,
4: what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Where where have you been? Why aren't you are out I- in LA? Come visit.
3: Some of us have to work,
4: Michael. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you, you sucker. How are the soybeans, Chris?
3: So are so? You calling to get the scoop? Oh, I just, I hadn't heard your wonderful voice for a long time. And I, I know, I miss
4: you. Actually, I was gonna. It's funny. I, I saw your story about the coffee for first responders, and I was gonna send you a message um, telling you that uh, you need to come out here and visit. I just I just moved from Marina Del Rey to Santa Monica. Really? Yeah. Come check it out.
3: Yep. I I need to get my ass out. and now that we're done, do. we're on Sunday, so. I'm gonna be making a venture west to permanently. Yeah, not permanently. Well, I don't
0: know. No, no, we got to make the corn. <laughs> oh, no, he could spend
4: half a year. He
1: could. He I was gonna say, corn- doesn't the corn have an off season? Like you pick yeah. it and then
3: make what?
4: itself. The corn can make itself. It
3: That's true. Yes, off season is right now. Like. We got another month of work and then it's all bookkeeping from now on. Or for the next, just getting ready for taxes and paperwork bullshit. Are you still going to
0: send me some corn? Do you want field
3: corn or sweet corn? Sweet, sweet. sweet corn. And um, our corn.
1: listeners want corn too. We yeah, want to we're a corn giveaway. Hashtag corn giveaway.
4: I want corn bread, corn bread. <laughs> I just want corn bread. I want it already made. Or popcorn. Hey, I like popcorn.
0: Progress.
3: I'll get you something for Christmas.
0: I'm dead serious. Oh. I'm literally going to send you my address. Okay. okay okay cool be
3: out there with
0: my van. okay cool i can't wait well why don't we finish let's finish this um interview with michael but we'll get you back on the pod soon and i'll i'll talk to you later and tell you the scoop about johnny <laughs> he doesn't know about the wine glass so um, I- okay you're far behind i gotta catch you up
4: I don't know anything about Johnny, but I just like his name. I like that his name is Johnny. I feel like the Bachelor franchise needed a Johnny for a long time, and so I'm I'm happy mm-hmm.
0: that they have one. You literally just made a comment about his name, too.
2: I was joking about it, making fun of it, because it sounds like a cartoon. If you're, if you're not like a soprano or...
4: In the yeah, of- no, that's why it's funny. It's like, you know, sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Mercy is for the weak.
0: We love you, Johnny, if you're listening. <laughs> No, I think it's great. I, I, I'm a fan. No, we're I, we're recording right now. Just letting you know. I can, if you don't want that in, I'll I'll take it out. All right, let me go, Chris. But thanks for hopping on the pod.
4: I miss you, buddy.
0: Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, I, yeah, I will. I'm sending you my address. Okay, bye. Wow, I that too. was. I want corn. Yeah, no, I'll get yours too. Okay, okay. you want corn, Michael, but you want cornbread. So why don't we get the corn? We'll corn? make it and we'll send it to you. Does he only sell corn? know what's
4: the it. um what was that thing that went viral about the corn the kid with the i
2: like corn it's Corn, a big it's lump song. with
0: knobs it has
2: it has juice. the juice
0: i can't imagine a more beautiful thing Yeah, no. that's the song those are the lyrics
4: i love it
0: so what has life been like post tv um would you ever go back to tv what are you you're still aware no,
4: uh ever go back to tv it, it would it would depend on the opportunity probably not reality tv um i think um yeah i, I think i've i've tried enough times to to find love on television and, and that has not worked out for me so um yeah so i think i think that's done but yeah i mean if there were like look if the spn was like hey we need a, a you know former federal prosecutor to Get way in and give his opinion on these criminal charges, you know, facing Deshaun Watson. You know, then I would certainly be like, yes, let me go on. I have, I have many things to say about that.
0: So, what is life like now, though? So, like, what's your? Are you dating? What's your day to day looking like? What'd
3: you eat for <coughs> breakfast this uh, morning?
4: I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm working uh, remotely. I'm still an attorney. I'm working um, in house for a publicly traded company, and I'm I am working remotely from. From Santa Monica, which is nice. Um, my office is you know, located in, in New York, uh, in Midtown, but um, thankfully, you know, the, the I guess the one bright side of, of the pandemic, if there was one, is that I was able to, yeah. you know, come out here and, and work remotely and give the West Coast a try. Um, I am navigating the, the dating life in LA is next to impossible. Sure. Um, right. I have been I've been ghosted. More times in my oh, no. short time in LA than in all the rest of my years combined. Uh, Dating in really, LA is
1: the worst. Take it. I used really, to live there too, and it, actually in Santa Monica. We should talk after, but um, yeah. it's the worst. The worst people try to date in LA. It's just don't even bother. It's
4: Tough. I think it's. I think there <laughs> is this West Coast mentality of yeah. uh, avoiding conflict at all costs, and so it, it results in some people become passive aggressive, and some people just avoid conflict, and they think that telling someone after. Three or four dates, like, hey, I had a really nice time, but I just don't think we're a connection. To them, is conflict. Like to me, that's like okay. being like, honest and yeah, being a good respect. person, being considerate and respectful. I'm like after one day, well, that's said, why people
1: like, think New Yorkers are so yeah. mean, but really they're just like direct to your face. No, I don't want to rather, date you. Yeah, I'd
4: rather hear that. You know, the times there have been a few times where I have heard that, or or where I've given that sort of news, and and it's always been positive. You know, it's always been. Like, if someone were to say that to me, I'd be like, hey, yeah, love is not a zero-sum game. There's enough out there for everyone. And and so I, I respect that. Go find it. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and and when I've said that, you know, I've gotten back, like, hey, thank you for telling me and being honest so that I don't, I'm not wondering, you know, like, you know, if you're going to text me or if we're going to go out again, you know? And so, you know, so here, it's just interesting. Even, even like, people that I've, I've gone out with that I've been, that we have mutual friends and we've been set up with. We've oh, been set man. up at where I see her out, like in out in Venice or Baris, whatever, like she ghosted me. And I'm just kind of like, this is makes it, you know, it makes it awkward because I'm going to continue to run into this person. And had she just said to me, like, Michael, I'm not into you. You're ugly. You're not my type, whatever. Like it would be fu- things would be totally fine. And but now because she did. I mean It's just like bizarre. Like what? Like obviously not thought through. <laughs> You know that. Yeah.
1: Want to hear my th- worst ghosting story? I got ghosted by someone I literally worked with and had to see every single day, but we didn't really talk at work, so it was just like, <laughs> okay, that's, <laughs> <how> <laughs> I that's, that's And you're, I you're literally getting ghosted when you're in the same room every single day. Yeah.
4: Talk <laughs> about like you know no sort of like yeah, not thinking things through, no, no foresight whatsoever. No. Yeah, I mean that is. Well. Just,
0: are you accepting, um, DM slides because we could tell our listeners and they can go DM you on a date with, Mike? Um,
4: yeah, I mean, sure. You know, I, I leave <laughs> no stone unturned. Right. I mean, I Perfect. did, I did, you know, do, do, uh, some reality television to, to try to find love. So sure. There's yeah. Uh, some local though, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, never say never, you know, I, I, I can't promise that I respond or look at all my, all the DMS, but, um, I would be flattered and honored. Obviously if someone thought I was their type and wanted to meet, um, sure. Who knows
0: Do your shot ladies, um, Michael, what is your Instagram for them to slide in?
4: Instagram is, is very creative at Michael Garofola, That's M I C H A E L last name is G A R O F O L A. Um, how'd you yeah. come up with that? Yeah it was took it was many nights many sleepless nights um mm-hmm. but yeah and then for the in the meantime you know I'm just dealing with a dog who has uh you know some some a rescue dog who has some behavior and separation anxiety issues so that's been she's been you know maybe intentionally making sure I stay home and don't go on dates so oh, we're, must we're love happy. dogs must love dogs for sure right. um
0: we're going to get them a, a
4: dog trainer, even better because I could use more help. Um, oh, perfect. I've Narrowing to, it two down. dog trainers, two dog trainers already. So, um, <laughs> and we still are still having some issues, unfortunately.
0: Oh no. Thank you, Michael, for all of this and spilling the tea and joining us today. We really enjoyed talking with you and yeah. girls, if you want to slide in, those DMS are open. Who knows? dog know, trainers. I'm sorry,
4: have, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have more tea. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm one of the OG bachelor guys. I don't, I don't follow this stuff, but I, I'm curious. I want to see now. I'm now I want to know what happens with,
0: with, with Johnny, Victoria, and Greg. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen to the she's all Bash podcast because we're going to be breaking it all down. Yeah, so, We cover okay. it in
1: the beginning of this episode.
0: Thank you, Michael, so much for coming on. Um, we will be in touch. Okay. All right. Hi, Good luck guys. with Rosie. Yeah, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, for real, stop what you're doing and just write a freaking review. If you've written a review, thank you. And if you haven't, Mm -hmm. it's on your agenda for this, this week, okay? Yes please do.
1: And report back. Do your homework,
0: kids. Yeah. And give us five stars and do it, okay?
1: And also, too, if you're really loving the podcast, tell a friend who's a Bachelor fan but doesn't necessarily listen to the this podcast. Be like, I have the best podcast for you. Because I think that's really how we grow is word of mouth. And get your friends involved because then you have another person you can talk to about the podcast.
0: Yeah, it'll be so nice. And then you'll be like, hey, join the Facebook group. And your friend will be like, can you send me the link? And you'll be like, yeah, because I'm already in the Facebook group. And then sh- you'll send your friend the link and then she'll come in. Mm-hmm. And then when you see her like in the comment section, you'll be like, Ariana, what are you doing here? Like from that TikTok sound, you know?
1: yeah you exactly know, you know I'm about? and then you'll tell ariana you know if you want more content they have a patreon that you can go join so check that out as well so many more bonus episodes amazing video interviews especially an exclusive with michael sagliano and holly reuniting for the first time in like 10 years you guys really loved that one so have to give it one more shout out but check out the patreon there's some good stuff going on
0: over there people seem really happy people seem so happy and we are delivering and just know more content is coming
1: Mm -hmm.
0: every single day well not literally every single day but like on every
1: couple days though there's a little surprise dropped in there because we say at least up to two bonus episodes every month with the patreon but we've been dropping a lot yeah we already know there's definitely going to be three in december and uh january will probably exceed as well so we're committed to over delivering yeah yes
0: I want to give a shout out to Brynn. She's a FOTS. And I told her that I spoke to her right before we started recording. She responded to me on Instagram. I shared something about Gabby and Vinny from the Jersey Shore. And she said, um, basically said that she thinks this is a double standard because everyone's hating on Victoria and Greg. But Gabby openly flirting with a guy, isn't that kind of the same thing? I was like, you know, fair point. Then she goes. Yeah, but
1: Gabby and Eric are broken up. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not getting into like, that. I just want to give this shout out. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know, because I have thoughts too. But she went on to say, By the way, I'm obsessed with your podcast, Best Bachelor Podcast Around, and I trust yours more than anyone else's, and I watch Bachelor in a whole new way now. Aww. I literally laugh out loud when I listen to you guys. I love it. I said, thank you so much for listening. I would love if you can write a review. She said, I'm fangirling that you responded. Thanks. Uh, Absolutely, I'll do that to get today. Uh, But really, you guys truly have the most entertaining podcast. Can't wait to hear the new podcast, and I will write a review. And then she sent me the reviews. So no wet blanket energy here. Jackie and Stephanie have the best Bachelor podcast around, even the official Bachelor podcast. Don't compare to this. I literally laugh out loud listening, and they open your eyes to the -the behind-the-scenes of the Bachelor production. If you want an entertaining podcast with accurate information, check this out. I only discovered them recently, but binged every episode, so I got caught up. Listen once and you'll be hooked. Brynn, we fucking love you. Yeah, thank you, Brynn. That was very sweet. Love it. Love to hear
3: it. Love it. And that's basically it. Guys, follow us and see you next week. See you next week. I think that's it. Okay, bye, bitches.